I'm Zach Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome back to another YouTube podcast. A one-stop shop for anything and everything related to YouTube. The show where we just recorded 11 minutes of an episode and realized <laughs> this is bad. And now we're re-recording it. I don't think we've ever done that before. <laughs> I think this is um, the first. We've lost some episodes due to technical difficulties and had yeah. to like re-record them. But this is a very different thing where no problem happened on the technology end. This was simply user error. You know, like we used it wrong. <laughs> and now we're here. The, the, I think it's because, and I told you right before we recorded this, I think it's because usually before we record these episodes, Aiden and I vibe for a little bit. Um, you know, we talk about our day and, you know, some, some of the things that are on our mind and whatnot, things that shouldn't be in a podcast about YouTube. Um, but, but this time I think we just kind of jumped into the recording a little too quickly. I had only been up yeah. for like 40 minutes. Zach had got up at 4am. I've been up for a while. Yeah. It's been a week Very. since we recorded, so we didn't have enough time away or break or what, whatever factor you want to blame it on, you know? I don't, I don't know. But there was some. We were just talking about shit. Funk. Like I don't, I don't get it. I don't get <laughs> yeah. it. And sometimes that's uh, what, funny. what is. <laughs> sometimes it's funny. Yeah. But uh, it's funny for like three minutes. But right. but like we were we were on like almost twelve minutes before we got into anything into of substance. So. What what are we talking about today? What's what's the episode today? We are talking about our week on YouTube, and not <gasps> two weeks on YouTube, not a month on mm. YouTube, not a year on YouTube. Mm-hmm specifically yeah. for real this time a seven day period of time from the last time we recorded on the platform youtube.com yeah yeah the last time we recorded an episode about this um both of us just put out our videos you put out your zelda video yep i put out my candy aisle video which you watched after we recorded so we mm-hmm. can we can talk about that if we want and then uh, we'll talk about whatever else we, we did in the past week. But before that, I got to talk about this little unknown thing on the internet uh, called the YouTube Starter Kit. Um, really? Unknown? If, yeah, you know, yeah. From our sponsor. She, uh, awesome creator. She was really raving about it. Yeah. Oh. Big fan. You heard that here, folks. Folks. Mrs. Mrs. Matthew gets a YouTube Starter Kit, so you should too. Yeah. That's an endorsement. If you're, getting, if you're getting started on YouTube, you wanna you wanna spend some money, spend ninety nine dollars, get over fifteen hundred dollars of value, you get your your templates for advanced YouTube thumbnails, your channel artwork, your end cards, lower thirds, music, fonts, more, everything. Just pay that one price. Have unlimited access to future downloads. Check out the link in the description or the show notes. In doing so, you'll be supporting another YouTube podcast. But of course, if you don't have $100 and you still want to support this podcast, something my mother refuses to do, you can become Ooh. a supporter on Anchor Move. at anchor.fm <laughs> slash another dash YouTube dash podcast. You can decide to support us financially at $1, $5, or $10 a month, and we'll read your name in the podcast. While we plan to do it for a really long time, the more financial support we have, the easier it'll be for us to maintain a consistent schedule. Yeah, 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 yeah. Zach. It'd also be cool because we don't get any ad money from this podcast anymore. Right. Like, I don't know why, but they just don't give us any ads. 
anymore. So that's cool. On Anchor specifically, but, uh, not referring on to Anchor sponsor. specifically, not not our not our, yeah yeah yeah. So you want to help support us? That'd be pretty poggers. What was you gonna say? What's up, bro? Uh, we have done this podcast for eighty-two episodes, and I don't know when we introduced this the sponsor segment, but I'm sure you've noticed that every time I get hung up on the same two spots, and you would Do think you? like I would at this point have just been able to read it correctly. But every time mm-hmm. we record it, I still stumble over the same two spots. Do you know which two? Before I before I reveal them, um, do you know the two spots? The consistent schedule thing, I think, trips you up a lot. Yeah, well, that's just me. That's a, that's a defect in my brain. But yeah, okay. <laughs> that's just reading it. What's the other? Uh, what's so the other spots? The two specifically. Um, mm-hmm. There's the one thousand five hundred dollars of value. I always say it like a different way every time. Um, okay, interesting. So it's like 1500 or I'll say it some other way or whatever. And then the other one is reading out the link for the Anchor thing. I always go anchor.fm and then I pause. And I'm like, is that a slash or a dash? And then I remember <laughs> I it's a slash. Before. And then I do the dashes <laughs> yeah. afterwards. But but it's not written anchor.fm slash another dash YouTube podcast. It's just the link there. So every time oh, I, yeah. I stumble over it, so. Bro, 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 hold on. Let me just, oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> Let's there we go. go. Just edited it to actually say the word slash, which I think is really funny. I Every time I um, pause or like I do a little laugh or whatever, and it's like. I get it. it. My brain just can't remember at the specific point in time whether or not that was a slash or a dash because they sound so similar. They're basically you know, the same thing, but they're a little different. They're mm-hmm. a little different. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've just stopped reading what's written and just said, Oh stuff. yeah, we both do that. Both do that. Um, because you guys, that links the important part. So you can't much. fuck that up. You but can't that part is important. You're right. You're right. Can't skip that. It's different. I, I agree. I agree. But, uh, yeah. Episode 83, man, we're almost to a hundred. It's pretty wild. Ooga booga. <laughs> Only a couple Ooga more. Booga. <laughs> What'd you do this past week? What's been up in the Aiden Matthews hemisphere? Well, um, had a shareholder meeting with the Sketa Incorporated. Um, <laughs> trying to work through yeah. like whether or not we're going on the stock market next week. Some board yeah, members yeah. think it's a little Let's too go. early. Others are mm-hmm. like, we should have done it two weeks ago. You know, we're very much a... Uh, a company of the times, right? And if we don't have a big enough social media presence and people stop talking about Esketit Industries or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, then, then we're not going to get good good shares, you know? We're not going to get a good price. So I'm thinking now is the time we, we get our stocks out, you know, let people buy them, trade them, do whatever, play with them like mm-hmm. Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Uh, but we need <laughs> the money. We need the funding for sure. So. Can I offer some like professional business advice? Sure. Sure. Go ahead. I think you guys should file chapter 13. Mm. I think it's time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what chapter 13 is? I do. Isn't it bankruptcy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 In the, then they're also like a chapter uh, 11 bankruptcy too though. Those are like two of them, right? There might There's be. what's 11. Let me, let, me, let me see what's chapter 11. Type in bankruptcy just in case. 
I oh, thought Google 11 was something as well. It, you know what? You're right. Chapter 11 is also bankruptcy. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I know my so, bankruptcy. Yeah, either too. or. I'm trying to catch Either or, card. honestly. Shout out to uscourts.gov for giving me that information. Being a banger, as always. Uh, but aside from that, which was very stressful and has weighed heavily on my mind. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Most of this week was actually spent doing less important stuff like Let's Plays. So, <laughs> Oh, okay. I finally <laughs> got caught up with most of my LHG stuff. Uh, got a Stardew episode out. Got uh, the F-Zero series fully uploaded, scheduled, ready to go. Got back with Kyle to record um, some Plague Night stuff. And my intention was to record it um, some on Friday and some on Sunday. And we did the Friday ones, which was cool. So we got three episodes. Uh, but we were about three more episodes away from finishing it. So I'm like, all right, Sunday comes around. I'm going to be able to record it, get it done, whatever. And then like Saturday night. Kyle sends me this DM and it says, okay, so I'm an absolute moron and thought that Independence Day was Monday, not tomorrow. So I'm actually not available tomorrow. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? That's a good point. I didn't think of that either. When we were scheduling this, it was not something that came across my mind because the whole 4th of July thing, technically the force on a Sunday, but people are going to celebrate it either on the 3rd and some places even on the 5th. Um, Mm. Federal holidays are fun, I guess, but yeah, uh, we couldn't record no the last three. So now I'm waiting until Wednesday to get those done and record them. Um, once those are a thing and those are done, pretty much the whole month of July, we'll have LHG stuff with the only thing left to do at that point would be Celeste, um, which I can do in my own time because it's a solo True. So That was the main thing. Yeah. It was a lot of editing, thumbnail stuff. Begging Parker for files, begging Kyle to record. <laughs> the fun sort of LHG micromanaging that honestly should be its own series at this point. Honestly. I mean, dude, we've probably talked about LHG at, at least like five hours. Probably more. Yeah. But at least five hours. 100%. If a super fan wants to make a super cut of the LHG saga for me, <laughs> that would be What a horrible idea. What a horrid that'd idea. <laughs> Uh, but no, you were talking to me about this off camera like a like a couple weeks ago and about how you were like feeling a little stressed with LHG shit because there was like a lot of a lot of stuff that was just kind of up in the air, nothing solidified. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that you kind of got it. You got it mostly worked out. That's Took it. some action on it and just went, let's get this done. Yeah. Let's get this done. Fill it out. Go from there, etc. Exactly. Um, outside of that, though, mainly been recording footage for a video coming up uh don't want to say what it is i've already told you in private like kind of the idea i'm going for uh Mm -hmm. but i don't want to announce it in case it's not a thing by the time this episode's up uh that's fair i need more time etc but i got an idea for a video i've been recording footage for it on and off this week it's just gonna take a little bit longer probably probably by the time this episode goes out or around i'll have that video done Mm -hmm. but uh recording footage for it having a good time with that that sounds dope, man. I'm excited. Um, Always looking forward to some new Blue Couch Productions <clears throat> videos. Uh, and then I think the the only other thing I did was I streamed. I streamed some uh, Mario Galaxy. You did. For, uh, I missed it. How'd it go? Two, three hours. It was fun. It was really fun. I like that game a lot. Uh, awesome. 
But that was, again, just one of those things where, I, like, I hadn't streamed in a month or whatever. I'm like, I should stream again. And I did. And I enjoyed myself. And I had a good time. And I want to stream more of it. Because I like that game. Hell yeah. But those are pretty much the the main three things I did. Most of it was focused on LHG and then some side stuff in the background. Uh, then a lot of my time was taken up by playing uh, Horizon <laughs> Chase Turbo on the Epic Game Store. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> not only was it a game that I like enjoyed and was having fun playing, but <laughs> this game has uh, trophies, right? So if you get first place, you get a gold yeah. trophy, second, silver, third, whatever. And I wanted to get first place and everything. And I have been. And that's been relatively simple and easy. And you get points to unlock new cups and stuff. But they also have a thing that I haven't seen before called super trophies. And I'm like, oh, okay. what, what are these? So basically, you have to get first in a race while also collecting all the blue coins on the track. Similar to like a Diddy Kong oh. racing type thing where they have all these tokens on there. And you got to collect them all and then also get first. Yeah. Um. So then I'm like, I'm going to get a super trophy in every track as well. So I've not made like a ton of progress. I'm on like world four of 10. I could probably be like near the end of the game, but I'm doing the thing where I'm collecting every super trophy for every track, which also gets you like <laughs> oh, some unlockables no. and shit as well. And uh been playing a little bit every day, about an hour or two every day. And then I notice I start to cool. play poorly and I have to put it down. But, uh, that's yeah. been really fun to get like immersed and sucked back into a good racing game because I've not played one in a hot minute. That's not Mario Kart on stream, right? Or or F Zero, you know? Or F Zero, right? It's a lot of I get it. I actually, uh, I went ahead and bought Forza Horizon Four on Steam recently because they got the Steam Summer Sale. It was like half off, so I was like, ooh. Played it on Game Pass, and I don't currently have Game Pass anymore, so I was like, I I really want to have this. So I played like a, uh, an hour earlier while I was listening to a podcast. So, car game good. Bro. I should have fun. Car game fun. epic. Yeah, I needed a new game anyways to like, bro. I've been I've been getting burnout on Isaac for like the last two months, so I just haven't been playing much at all. And then I decided to like reinstall Hollow Knight like like last week. You. And I was trying to. <laughs> Dude, I was trying to do some of the hard shit that I still hadn't done, and I I played for, like, a solid three hours one day, which was the first time I had played any games in, like, almost a month. Um, I've been so busy with everything, or I'm watching TikTok. Um, <laughs> anyways, I play, like, three hours of Hollow Knight, and I'm, like, sucking hard, and I just realized I'm not having fun at this anymore. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Yeah. So... So I'm gonna try like Forza Horizon Four be my my game of choice for a little while. It's a an interesting period of time where you were not addicted to either Tetris, Fortnite, or Binding of Isaac. Mm-hmm. So you've like yeah. managed to get out of those three right now to actually play oh, something yeah. new. It's wild. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty How long much. will that last? And Who knows? But still, I don't know. I almost uninstalled Isaac. Oh, I almost did it. Um, the 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 latest DLC, which came out at the end of March, is so jam packed with so much shit to do that it's a little overwhelming. Because I've gotten to the point now where like, if I have like one successful run, maybe I'll unlock something. Mm-hmm. But what's more likely to happen is I'm gonna have like three hours in a row of of losing a lot. 
And so, like, I just walk out of this game with days of no progress. And it is not, it, it stops being fun at a certain extent. Yeah. So, I felt the same way with Fortnite stuff. I hadn't played yeah. any of this new season at all. And it looks fun. It looks good. I it's pretty solid. I get involved, that, like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to want to be in there for a period of time. And, uh, now was not the time to have a Fortnite addiction on top of everything else I was doing. So I'm like, eh, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I'll play yeah. something else. I'll, I'll, I'll pass it. the time otherwise. And it's been good. I haven't missed it. I haven't, yeah. you know, wanted to hop back in or anything. It's been really nice just relaxing or, or playing something else. It's been good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much my week on YouTube. How was yours, Zach? My week was pretty epic. Thanks for asking. No problem. All right, guys, catch you guys. No, um, it was pretty solid. I've been really on this, like, I want to put out a yen every week kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put out the Disney video a couple weeks ago. Went really well. It was cool. Um, and then I was like, all right, well, I got this candy video that I, I just filmed recently. Let me try to get that out a week later. And I did it. And I was like, all right, well, let's keep going. And for like a brief little moment, I was like, ooh, I can put two videos out a week. Um, no, I can't. Stop. <laughs> Get some help. The insanity so, had finally reached Zach's brain. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, because what had happened was that I had I had, had the idea to do an iCarly video because they have that new revival. And uh, so I did put that out this, this Sunday, which was dope. Right. But... Um, I I wanted to put that out the Wednesday before that and then have another video come out that Sunday. And I just had too much going on. Like I've been I've been doing a lot of editing recently. It's been a lot of work, a lot of working on my my videos. Um and it's been a very productive time, which I'm grateful for. Um but but it has also meant that like I, I can't be super ambitious at the moment because that'll that'll lead to burnout. And I'm right. really trying to not not get to no burnout right now. Plus, hey, one yen a week so, is, is pretty good. IMO. So. It's, it's it's better than not putting anything out for six months. So I'll take I'll it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, absolutely. And I got another video already recorded. I just started putting it in premiere earlier today, so that's gonna go out next Sunday. But um I've been I've been enjoying the process again, which has been cool. I I've got that that candy aisle video it was really funny, um, and it was really fun to work on. This iCarly video I thought was going to be very mediocre, but I think it turned out better than mediocre. I think it's that's, solid. That's good. I yeah. haven't seen it. Yet, um, so you haven't seen it? Okay. I can't comment on it. Fair I have enough. seen the candy aisle video though since we last recorded. Yeah, that shit slapped. What'd you think? It was very funny. Hell yeah! I was surprised. Hell um, yeah! When I looked at the length of it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a long boy or whatever. And it didn't feel that way. That's good. That way at That's all. good. It was re- really funny. One from one candy to another. And uh, that's the kind of video, too, where it's like everyone's had candy before. Everyone's experienced this right. kind of shit. And if you haven't, you can kind of make some general assumptions. So mm-hmm. the, the real game within the game was every time Zach pulled out a new candy, it's like, is he going to hate it? Is he going to love it? Would I love it? Would I hate it? And then making right. little predictions before you eat it. And they're like, yes, I was right. Or, oh, fuck, no, <laughs> I was wrong. I was real wrong on that one. Mm-hmm. So that kept me invested through a lot of it, too. 
cool. Yeah, it was a fun video to do. I remember mentioning that it was like a it was like almost an hour long recording video like session. So getting it down to like twenty one minutes was was a challenge, but I think it turned out I think it turned out pretty good. I thought so. So that's been dope. I've been putting out these YouTube shorts and TikToks, which I think I I think I mentioned it last time. You did. I, I you were just doing started it at the time. Yeah, just barely. Right. Um. So yeah, I'm like watching everything on Disney Plus. Theoretically, that's the that's the goal. Um. And I've. Right, right. I've put out nine of them so far, and I've got another like eight or so of them recorded. So. Um, the positives on it has been that some of these have done significantly better than I thought they would. Um, literally like 792 views, 1800 views, 1400 views. Um, and that's on YouTube and then TikTok. There's like the first one got like 5,000 views. Damn. I'm like, what? It's crazy. Um, I got to a hundred TikTok followers. And I literally gained like 60 of them in the last week from doing these. Damn. So that's been kind of crazy. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been on TikTok since 2018. So it's about fucking time. Honestly. Yeah, about time I got my clout on TikTok. Um, so that's been the cool thing. Like some of these are doing really well. Some of them aren't like the last two have kind of tanked comparatively. Um, so I'm wondering like. Um, I'm, I'm trying my best to like make the titles very clickable. Um, a lot of the thing with these YouTube shorts and TikToks is that you're kind of subjected to the, the algorithm on whether or not they're going to do well. Um, so since some of these have done really well, theoretically other ones should also do fairly well, especially considering these higher viewed videos have also got like, 50 70 100 likes pretty good um but it's but it's also like if there's a failure one of them only gets 20 views um was it that particular short or movie that i watched or was it the content or was it the title and the thumbnail or did i upload it on the wrong day it's like that's you know it's all this stupid analytics shit um so I'm trying to figure out the the game plan. And uh, originally I was going to try to put out like two of them, two to three of them out a week. But I was noticing that if I upload them like sort of daily, some of them will actually get more views that way. So I think the game plan is going to try to go daily and then, which I've kind of already been doing and then have Sundays be off because that's when I'm putting out the main Yen videos. Yeah, anyway, right. Um, right. So something's already going out that day. My only worry at the moment, and I, I'm probably thinking way too hard about this. Um, especially considering it's also gotten me like 15 new subscribers. So I'm really close to a thousand subs now. Um, but my, my main worry right now is, is this going to flood the channel with too much of these shorts? And when people come and see the channel, they're going to get turned off and not see like the main videos. That's my initial like worry about it. Well, I would hope that um, YouTube at a certain point would just in the same way that like when you go to a channel, there's a home section, videos, playlist, channels, discussion about. I want there to be a shorts mm-hmm. one. I really want 
Like, yeah, if I you're looking too. for shorts, you click on the little tab and they're all there. But when you click on videos, mm-hmm. it's just videos. And I know on mobile, it's like well organized for the most part. Uh, yeah, could still be better. But like for the most part, they do a good job of like signifying these are shorts. Um, but the desktop they experience do. They do. for them is just like, oh, new video. No, it's a short. I've had it happen before where, where a new channel where a, a channel I like will upload and I get excited and I'm not even looking at the link and I click on the video and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just a short. I know that what you're posting is a short because you've told me about him before and I'm like, ain't no way Zach had 15 minutes to talk about the damn grasshopper. Like, <laughs> I just not expecting it to happen. Um, yeah. But I think that's the worry is like YouTube has not done yeah. a great job like organizing for the desktop experience and flooding it with regular videos, putting them the same amount of importance, if not more. It kind of muddies the water a little bit and it makes being subbed yeah. to a channel kind of a tricky proposition because like if you're notified to a channel you're notified right. to all the shorts too every little thing every little thing you get you get picked yeah. with uh but i think i think jay the zoomster kind of described it to me best where he's like yes yeah, so i've been watching all these and uh it's like one or two states and i'm like oh yeah what are those and he's like they're either really funny and really interesting or yeah, I sure did watch that. And I'm like, that's that's the platform, Mr. Zoomster. That's the shorts mm-hmm. ecosystem. Is it's either yeah, 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 this yeah. was outstanding or it's just kind of fifteen seconds of your time, but you don't lose much, right? You don't lose right. a ton of time. Right. So it's so it's worth it for some people. I don't know. I find the whole thing fascinating. I wish I had a, a good answer for you, but I've put zero time in this as well. So For sure. For I don't sure. really have like an opinion one way or the other. Uh, but it is fascinating and it's really cool to see the ones that do do well, help you out. Um, but I, I have no clue yeah. what that looks like. Hopefully YouTube gets their shit together on the desktop front. Yeah. It, it's weird. Cause like you said, if you go to the, if you go to the channel on the mobile app, um, there's a whole entire short section at the very bottom and you can just scroll through the shorts. But then if you go to videos, you still see all the shorts there, but it very specifically looks like this is a short. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's it, honestly, I kind of, I kind of hate that too, because it doesn't even use my custom thumbnails on the, on the mobile app. Right. It's just a screenshot, like a little white box that's yeah. short or whatever at the bottom. Right. So I, I don't, I don't know. As a viewer, have you like found them entertaining enough? And I'm curious. Basically, what Jay said is what I agree with, right? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I get that. Yeah. That's my habits with with short form media as a whole. Is like mm-hmm. this was a good 15 seconds of time. I like when you talk about goofy slander. You know, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's epic. But uh, if you were to ask me to like, all right, tell me what Zach talked about in this short right here, and I'm like, I don't fucking, mm-hmm. you know, I don't remember. <laughs> like, that's fair. That's fair. I'm not rewatching yeah. any of these. I'm not going back to any of them. But I'm also like. That's my habits, right? I'm not mm-hmm. on TikTok every day. If I watch them, it's through YouTube compilations that are 30 minutes long. I occasionally mm-hmm. watch shorts to support the people that make them. Um, but if you ask me, like, the type of shit that I watch and I create, it's it's long-form shit all the way. That's that's how my brain's yeah. wired. That's what I fuck with. Um, I get but I've, it. I've enjoyed the really good ones, though. The, the ones that hit really do hit. That's good. That's good. Yeah. 
it's it's definitely like a a thing that clearly is working for me right now mm. but i am like getting super into my head about it and i, I am hoping it's not going to be a a detriment long term um yeah. so far it's doing it's doing good so i'm going to keep at it i'm going to keep going for a while cuz i know things like this anyways will will and should do better over time because you know when i eventually get to talking about like something that's that's actually good and worth worthwhile people's time uh a lot of people should see it and they're recommended they'll watch it they'll be like oh wait he's done like he's trying to watch everything that's kind of interesting let me go back and rewatch some of the older ones and see what his thoughts are on these right that's a that's should be the thought process for a lot of people so yeah once the once the series like has enough episodes and one of them pops the rest of them should too yeah yeah i think so It'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, that's been the main thing that I've been doing though. There's, there's that, there's the ends. Uh, I was, <laughs> I was looking at some, uh, files earlier and realized that I didn't, I haven't streamed or put anything out on Zack Snyder plays since like the beginning of April. So it's, it's really funny that, uh, I continue to have these cycles of getting really into one specific part of my content and, and everything else die. <laughs> dies completely yeah uh but i can't i can't help it i I don't know how to do better at that so you do the thing i do like put everything off for a week to go Mm. do that but it's like is that worth your time probably not (laughs) like probably not i can that's the other thing (laughs) right now but i don't know i don't know if you could or should even that's 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 the other thing i think I, i i i know I know I would much prefer putting out a yen every week than doing any amount of live streaming or let's plays or um, even the personal podcast. I think it, I think it really comes down to like if I can put my time and energy into yen and then this podcast, which takes really no effort at all. Um, I think I'll be I think I'll be happy with that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. We will. I don't know. Real quick, I got a lot of. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go for it. Uh, you go you go say what you say, actually. You go oh, I was just going to say, I got a lot of episodes like in production right now, Good. which is really cool. And uh, I'm excited for what's to come out. Epic. Real quick, though, now that we've done yeah. both of our weeks on YouTube, we had uh, decided to throw a little bit of news in here. Not related to yeah. YouTube. Not related to Twitch. But just related to content yeah. creation in general. You guys ever heard of a little program called audacity you record your audio into it kind of epic sometimes um (laughs) we're using it right now both me and zach are using it right now who would have thought well yesterday on my favorite site twitter.com that was a lie um audacity was trending and i'm like oh Mm -hmm. are they adding some new epic feature or they do something wrong like what happened and uh sure enough (laughs) they had done something wrong uh Basically, the shortened version of it uh, that I'm going to just try to describe in like a sentence or two is Mm -hmm. the newer versions of Audacity can now be considered spyware in the sense that it can collect information from you. And uh, people were not happy about that. Uh, Right. When I read it, I was like, oh, oh no, what am I going to do? Because like I use Audacity for... Pretty much damn near everything. Podcasts, 
voiceovers, video stuff, like the every day. It's an everyday type of thing. Like I cannot make the stuff I make without Audacity. So I was looking up alternatives. I was like, is there is there a different thing I can use? And uh, other than Adobe Audition, the answer is a remarkable no. Um, and so I was like, shit. Well, like, what am I what am I supposed to do about this? And then I mentioned it to Zach right before we record the podcast. He's like, oh yeah, I got I got some of my own thoughts on this. And I'm like, oh shit. So I figured the rest of the episode we can just briefly touch on this Audacity spyware scandal. And Holy Zach can shit! Use it to make a epic title and thumbnail <laughs> for this episode. There you go. This is our real. It only takes us thirty minutes to go into it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I'll um, I'll briefly mention a couple of things. Number one, um, Audacity is open source. Correct. Which means that you can and people have made versions of Audacity that is not owned by its parent company. Um, so if you are really really scared of Audacity taking any kind of information from you, you there there are people working on open source version or other versions of it. It's called forked versions. Like OBS, basically. Like, like OBS, right. Streamlabs um, OBS and Stream Elements OBS Live. There's a lot of different versions. So there's other versions you can get. So don't don't be scared of that. I don't I don't think. Um the the other thing is I personally don't think it's as big a deal as people are making it out to be. Oh? Oh, shit. Hot take. Uh, number one, there are multiple programs that, that when you download them, they will collect information about, about you. Mm. To varying degrees. Um, as far as the privacy policy page for Audacity's website, it says that the information they are collecting are what OS version you got, what country you're, you're from based on your IP address, um, the OS name and version. don't know why they got that twice. Um, your CPU, non-fatal error codes and messages, and crash reports. And then at the bottom, it also says for legal enforcement, data necessary for law enforcement, litigation and authorities, requests, if any. Which is so, kind of a, a little bit of the sketchy yeah. part there, because they mentioned not only the U.S., but also like yeah. Russia and some other countries in there. It's like, oh, I don't like Russia. Russia's stinky. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, a lot of these things are things that programs are taking anyways. Um, obviously, for error codes and messages, if the program fails, they need to know what caused it so they can fix it. Things like CPU, um, if you look at the very bottom of Audacity when you're recording, it usually says disk space remaining for recording, and it'll tell you how many hours. Like, that's why they're taking that information. Um, and then things like IP addresses, it's weird. I don't know why they would need the IP address. Um, but also, uh, there's not much they can do with it on their own. Right, and that's kind of what because, we talked about before, yeah. is it's not an online program. You can't sign in. You can't like right. have an auto-update for you. You have to go to the website itself and, and update it. So a lot of people are recommending like using older versions and that type of stuff. Um, so there's not like a ton yeah. of information it can collect on its own, specifically because it's offline and detached 
from pretty much everything else. Uh, the only time you really interact with it is, is, is when you update it and what info an offline program like this can even collect in the first place, which is very little. Still, I would argue that it's probably more than it should have, you know? That's fair. That's fair. I do agree with that. Um, even um, Sony Vegas, yeah. a program I didn't like, every time it crashed, it's like, gives you the option to send the crash report. You don't have to if you don't Yeah. To, right? There's something weird about like, yeah, we're just going to do it anyway. And you don't really get an option for any of that. That's also a little eh. But at the same time, like, I'll play devil's advocate and I'll go to your side a little bit too. Like, how many times on this podcast have we talked about like privacy on the internet being dead and like you can't control <laughs> right. that shit before? <laughs> like, we've had this discussion yeah. several times. Uh, I think it's a it's a little weird in this case because it's open source and it's something that I personally use as well. But it's like, at the end of the day, is there really uh, a, a slight against humanity going on here? Am I surprised? Per se, am I uh, am I mad? Not really. If if anything, it's like a slight bit of a of disappointment right now, currently. But like, no, I don't think it's it's anywhere near the levels of something like a like a Facebook or, or Google or or shit. Like just the other day, I was fucking watching some like audio setup videos or whatever, and uh, in one of the videos, this motherfucker mentions a whisper room. Do you know what this is? So it's like a whole... I've heard of it. It's like a whole booth you can build. Like, they send you all the lumber and supplies and shit to your house. And you build this oh. little airtight room you can put in another room. They're very small, uh, but they're super expensive. Something I've never heard of before. Okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure musicians use this a yeah, lot. Yeah, 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 people. Okay. But it was something yeah. I never heard about, got mentioned in this one video, and then I swear to God, I go back to watching my regular shit. Ad, ad, ad. Ad, ad, whispering <laughs> audio like audio jungle like you want to buy some mikesweetwater.com like every other video yeah. and i'm like yeah. yeah that's google doing google shit um but like i i i like the video you know i watch the video it's a it's a free service like yeah. you want to make some ad money off me go ahead i'm not buying a thousand dollar whisper room uh, but that's that goes to show kind of the age we live in and the cost of like free social medias that don't like charge you up front. <laughs> yeah. Free services, yeah. free programs, etc. It's also a thing where people are spreading like misinformation about this. Um, That's Twitter for you. Like well, it is, it is like literally people are saying audacity cannot listen through your mic. Like, no audacity cannot listen through your mic. They're not storing any information. They don't have, they don't have the money or the server space to download everything that you've ever recorded with audacity. That would be stupid. It would not be worth their time or money. It'd be illegal too, right? <laughs> it would also be illegal. That's yeah. another big thing. Yeah. Yeah. It would also be illegal. Um, so no, I don't think that's happening. The other thing people are concerned about is like them sharing this data with anybody the specifically the Russians, the Russians, right? <laughs> Specifically, they say on their privacy report that they share personal data with their staff members. Makes sense. Um, any competent law enforcement body, like, if you're not doing anything illegal with Audacity, I think you'll be fine. Uh, not that I even know how that what that would look like. 
Sure. Um, auditors, advisors, legal representatives, and similar agents. These are basically like staff members. They hire people to help them out with their legal shit. Um, and then it, and then it says to a potential buyer. Um, and some people are worried about this, but it literally just says potential buyer, like the one, the, the only one. And that is when eventually Audacity decides, the parent company decides to sell their company because it would be profitable for them. So they would obviously have to share anything that they currently have on the pro- program with them because uh, they're buying it. So that would be the, that'd be the thing. Um, and then also people are, they're trying to prevent kids from under the age of 13 from using the, the program. Cause that would be illegal if they were collecting info on kids. It's the same reason the YouTube right. stuff happened. Um, so they're trying to right. get a little bit ahead of the curve. Um, that being said, I used Audacity shit at this point since I was like 10, 11. Like as soon as I got my first Blue Yeti mic, I was using that bitch. So I've had, I've had it for a long time. Yeah, I've used it since I was like 15. Yeah. So I I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's a big deal. I think if you're really worried, look for a forked version. Yeah. Um, that'll be super easy. There's already versions out there. Um for you um and, and if you're like super scared uh maybe like read up on some things and uh stop being <laughs> so worried about conspiracy theories yeah that's I twitter know, twitter feels like, a lot of that shit i think the, yeah, the yeah. interesting thing <laughs> for me though like not only mm. did all this happen and i'm like oh shit but uh it kind of made me take a little bit of a step back and, and realize that like how dependent I am on audacity, how dependent mm. I am on something like OBS, yeah. uh, how dependent I am on certain programs to do their one job very well. All of them are free. All of them are open source. All of them have had years True. of development and all of them, if they were gone tomorrow or had an issue like this, that was even worse and I couldn't use them, how legitimately crippled I would be to make any kind of content that I do. Uh, and yeah, I think, I think fair. that was the scary thing for me. It was just like, okay, this may not be a big deal now or whatever. Uh, and if it is, it'll go to court most likely. Um, but like the idea of me not having audacity anymore, the idea of me not having OBS anymore, the idea of like something like that happening or the program shutting down or just dead ass just starts having ads. Like, that'd be horrible every time you open up on ass. Mm. You're like, hey, here's a fucking ad. I'm like, come on, let me do my I shit. Agree. Yeah. Uh but like what if Discord was just gone tomorrow? Like, I don't think, you know, that that shit hit a little close to home. And that's kind of unrelated to, I guess, this topic, sort of another thing that this whole thing made me think about, I guess. Yeah. Um well if Discord was gone tomorrow, we could always use gilded. I'm so not using you know. <laughs> never in a million years using you i um i get what you're saying and i definitely do agree with you like it can be um like thinking of like oh what would i do next that can be a little scary but also um there are other audio recording software so i don't think audacity is like the it, I, I it's super easy to use most recording softwares anyway so i don't think you'd be too worried there or in too much of a pinch there in terms of like OBS, if OBS was just gone tomorrow, there'd be a lot of other people 
uh, in the same boat, right? There, there'd have to be like a much bigger situation, um, than just something that would affect you or I. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on, on a, on a bigger scale, usually when people are worried about what if YouTube isn't here tomorrow? What if Twitch isn't here tomorrow? What if Discord isn't here tomorrow? For something like those programs and those platforms that have been around for a little while now and have established a certain amount of respect and, um, and user base for something like that to just disappear randomly tomorrow, there'd have to be some bigger problems that are causing that to happen that we would have to worry about more than, Oh, I can't use YouTube anymore. Right. We so, ahead of time too. right, right. It'd either be something that like we know about two years in advance before YouTube just disappeared altogether because they did something that was fucky in the wall or something, or it'd be like, we wake up tomorrow and like, there's no more internet on the earth for some reason. And now we can't use, like, <laughs> you have bigger issues now, sure. got much bigger problems to, to, to worry about. Sure. Um, so it, it, it um, there's there's an entire culture around uh, being prepared for for big events, the apocalypse, uh, whole whole group of people called preppers. They worry about having preppers. enough food and it, yeah, right. Yeah, like and beans all in the basement. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's a whole culture around it, and um, I I I don't like that culture. I think it is. I I think at a certain degree. You are, if, if you're really trying to be that prepared for things that could happen, you're not spending enough time living in the present and doing right. what you could to like have a better future in general. Um, and it's also like a negative outlook on things. I think if you're always being prepared for the worst, uh, you don't have enough time to, you know, prepare for the best. So, yeah. um, obviously we're talking about just a piece of recording software at this moment. In time. Well, not, right for now yeah. um but it, it is it is really funny to me that people take something blow it way out of proportion i think even if audacity was gonna like get deleted forever tomorrow i think we would be okay it's good to know good enough um yeah i don't question our, our resilience to adapt to a new thing or do a new thing uh mm-hmm also hard to do though <laughs> it's very, oh i agree i very agree hard to do when you've especially with a program like this where you have spent so much time and, and learned everything it took mm. like a month to switch off of vegas to davinci resolve right not that i could right. do it it's just right. like what that would mean for me in the short term and long term of like okay what do i switch to how do i learn it what new things like is it going to be something that's mm-hmm. a subscription service now? Should I pay money for this? Like all those little right. micro problems that come into things where, where I just, it, it, I have a worry and an anxiety there that's, that's been there for a long time, but also realizing that in this current moment in time, things are convenient. Things are easy, uh, right? but they won't always be that way forever. So enjoy it while you can't. Right. Like enjoy the fact I agree. that yeah. here in 2021, you can live stream for free and record stuff on Audacity without the Russians knowing your house. <laughs> like, 
I'm joking there. Uh, but, uh, but, but appreciating the tools that we have, the fact that YouTube is free and Twitch is a platform and people put money towards live streaming and social media content might not always be a thing, right? So I'm just kind of, um, it's a little mix of worry, but also for a more positive angle, like being appreciative for the type of software and the tools that I use to make the stuff I do. Um, and the fact that that's a thing yeah. in current year that runs so well and anybody can do like, that's, that's huge. Right. Um, the barrier to entry no, absolutely. is as low as it's ever been. I want to keep it that way. You know, I want to <laughs> I I, have that be a thing. I agree. I do think it's a thing where the barrier to entry has gotten significantly lower um, in many respects, even since we started doing YouTube. Um, I mean, you can buy a Blue Yeti at Walmart. Um, Anchor lets you upload podcasts for free. Um, OBS is completely free. I remember back in... 2012 there was another piece of software that people were using to explit to stream it's still a thing explit right still pay like money you had to, to pay for that i'm like oh <laughs> that sounds awful um there were there were premium features for skype back in the day that you could use discord is entirely free um people used to use vimeo sometimes and that would cost money youtube is 100 percent free like it's it's gotten so much easier. Equipment has gotten cheaper. Um, however, I think the wild and thing though, is the more you do this, the better you get at your craft. Uh, the more you raise the bar on things, the more money you do end up paying in the long run. Oh so, yeah. Like the longer you do it eventually. Mm, yeah. To the point where, well, if everybody has so the same stuff, I need to upgrade my own shit. So I stand out mm-hmm. type shit. Yeah. And I get that. Yeah. Like I have a camera and a new microphone and a six hundred dollar gaming computer. Like I get it, right? Um, I I'm definitely at the point now where, like, I just dropped almost eight hundred dollars on a camera recently. That's mm-hmm. coming hopefully this week. I can actually talk about it next time. Um, but like, I just spent that money on it. I've been spending money on Adobe software for a few years now. I just spent money on a website like dude, I'm like so financially into this shit at this point that it's like if I have to spend money on a recording software because audacity shit the bed, I'll be fine. I'll deal with it. I, th- okay. I think that's and this is the last thing I'll say because we've gone way over yeah. the scope of this topic at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah for uh, sure. For sure. I think the difference is there is, is a personal one, right? Yeah, I agree. You would be willing to drop 700 on a camera and $20 a month for Adobe and all that sort of stuff. But if, if that was the only option, if that was the only way. That would suck. Or path of success forward. And there wasn't like free alternatives that everyone could use. Then then that bar goes higher and it's worse for everybody. Not to say I that completely like agree. spending the money on the gear is a bad. I do it like I do it all the time. But man, am I grateful that there's like alternatives to premiere there's alternatives to the adobe ecosystem there's more than one way to skin a cat and there are more profitable ways to skin a cat than ever like a lot of them are free and it just depends on what you're willing to learn how much time you're willing to spend trades sacrifices that type of stuff Um, but i'll never 
I'll never knock. Like, it's just a free thing that fucking works, bro. And that anyone can, like, Dude, it's huge. It's I, I mean, huge. I'm still using Audacity, right? Like, I, I could too. use Adobe Audition to record. It's there. I've tried it before. But, like, Audacity is so frictionless and easy. And, like, I got no problem with it whatsoever. But you're right. Like, I'm, I'm still very grateful at how much shit that I used for free back in the day. That helped me even get to the point where I could spend money on it. Money on there, right. Um, and, uh... Because if you don't put yeah, in the work like, to, like, make the content, then you won't know if it's worthwhile upgrading that. Well, how do you know? True. Like, True. to make the content, you have to have free resources. <laughs> like, if you have no money, yeah. you want to just see having free shit like there is super important. But that's that's not an Audacity thing. That's an everything. That's the that's the platform. That's gear. That's, that's a, yeah. That's the whole world of content creation <laughs> and a completely different topic at this point in time. But we wanted to talk about it. We, we got into a we got into a very different topic, but it's I want to talk about it. Final thoughts on Audacity. Um, it's a little weird, a little disappointing for me personally. Probably still going to use Audacity or if not a, a fork of it. Uh, there's one called Dark Audacity where it's like a dark mode version of it that I'm kind of looking at. I saw at. that, yeah. yeah that kind of looks fresh. Uh, Alex built just out. for the aesthetic, honestly. So. Yeah, sure. But uh, the, I agree with you that like to the extent that people were complaining about it on Twitter it is not nearly as bad or uh, at least not comparable to the type of shit that that me and you also use daily that also steals your privacy's dead man <laughs> if you're making content on the internet yeah. your privacy yeah. at this point in time is not a thing uh it, we got to talk about it like every other every other episode it feels like it is um using twitter using youtube using facebook uh <laughs> facebook and instagram man they steal more data from you than you, you you'll ever know Mm-hmm. They got so much information on you. It is insane. And it's like Google. You got a Google account? Yep. Unless you're going into the back end settings and like changing what they're using it for. Like everything, man. Everything that, Apple. that you could possibly you think of. You want an iPhone? Apple. You want a smartwatch? Apple ecosystem. Like. Yeah. Thankfully, they're being a little bit more... Uh nice about the fact that like there's more privacy features and you can turn some of that shit off if you want um Mm -hmm. but the reason that a lot of those products are as good as they are is because they know a lot about you and can tailor that experience towards you which makes them seem magical (laughs) but the fact of the matter is like you gave up a good bit of info to get that experience which is fine that's a trade that's a cost um i think people don't like being duped about it they don't like being what happened uh, right. Read your agreements. Read right. your policies. Like, look up, look this shit up. If it really bothers you, like, take that initiative. Um, but if not, like, kind of live in the world we're living in. You know, accept that. <laughs> like, move on. I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of glad that it's taken years for people to realize just how much data these companies are taking from us. Because if 2012. If people, if everybody had just known that like Facebook was taking everything, like we would not have the creator, uh, we, we wouldn't have the internet as we have it now. It would be an entirely different place that was much more regulated and it would be more, it would be worse, I think. Probably. Um, Probably. Because it wouldn't be as tailored to, uh, to our specific needs as much as it is now. But I don't know. I don't, I don't really care. Like, 
as long as like my Pornhub history and being shared on social media, I think I'll be I. We'll be good. We'll be good. Yeah. Even then, it depends on the social media platform. Like, put that on Twitter. Just don't put it on Facebook. I guess. Right. I don't know. My family's there. Twitter, they don't give a fuck. Twitter, they don't. They don't care. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. That's That's been the episode. So, I've been Zach. And I've been Aiden. Thank you for listening to this episode of another YouTube podcast. Bye bye. Peace.